0: congregation, we may know a lot about a king without knowing him. So we may know a lot about the king, about him, without knowing him. You may know much about Prince William without knowing him. Some love royalty and collect pictures. I subscribe to magazines, read books on them without knowing them. The same is true in the church. We may know a lot about God without knowing God. It is possible to know a lot about God and love to study the Bible and spend much time in research and thinking about God and loving the details and being enthusiastic about it without knowing Him. So we may, we may know the Lord. That is different than, being, than knowing about Him. And what if we would know God personally? As you know, God's children, they personally know him. And what is the result of that? Well, the more they know him, the more they benefit from that. The more peace, the more assurance, the more holiness, the more gifts, So it is very important to personally know the Lord and benefit from all the gifts that come with her. Because then the Lord makes himself known personally to a person and it is experienced in the heart. That is not only overwhelming, it also gives direction. It also is a blessing. We see the theme... Three times in two Peter, 1. three verses about the knowledge of God having such a great benefit. Second Epistle General of Peter, chapter one, verse two, three, and four. And I read that. Try to find the gifts. And the Lord knowing God with such a gift. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord according as his divine power. Paul has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of Him that hath called us to glory and virtue, thereby given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of the divine nature, Have they escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust? So far, blessings given through the knowledge of God, right? Blessings given through the knowledge of God. Three thoughts, grace and peace. Multiplied, verse two. Grace and peace be multiplied unto through the knowledge. Secondly, all things that pertain unto godliness granted. In verse three, according as his divine power has given unto all the things that pertain unto the life, and godliness through the knowledge. And in the third place, exceeding great and precious promises given. It says in 4, whereby, by what? By that knowledge. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. The congregation, I met someone years ago on the airport. And we just started talking and I asked him what his job was. He said that he was a researcher with 3M. 3M is about tape, right? Duct tape is all other types of tape. I said, research? He said, oh yeah, we we take the microscope and we look at the the molecules and and the, the details how glue sticks to glue and to to other different materials i said so you uh, you 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 see a whole world that that we don't see he said indeed i said "Then you see something of god he says yes it's something overwhelming just look through the microscope you look at the glue And you know that it should not not, not stick too hard, not stick too little. So many varieties. He was impressed. And it's stunning to know God in creation. It is the most stunning to know God in his salvation. If we know God and the Lord Jesus Christ, it has such a deep impact on people, on God's people in particular. Knowing God, the more we know of God and personally know Him, the more we esteem Him, the more interested we are, the more satisfied, the more our hearts flow over, the more joy, I'm talking about God's people. When they see more of God, then grace and peace are multiplied. Right? Grace multiplied. Peace multiplied. Yes, the apostle Peter is praying that. He prays, oh, that grace and peace be multiplied unto you. How can it be? How can grace be multiplied? You have grace, you don't have it. You are saved, you are not. You have the forgiveness, so you don't. How can grace be multiplied? Well, the taste of it, the assurance of it, the experience of it, right? It can even be multiplied. Sometimes God's people have an impression of God's grace. But they could have so much more. They could have more. It could be multiplied by whatever. So it is is important for God's children to know God more, to have an increased knowledge of God, so that grace and peace be multiplied unto them through the knowledge of God and Jesus Christ our Lord. So how come? How come that an increased knowledge of God, experiential knowledge of God, how come that it gives more taste of grace and peace? Well, knowing God is so profound, so real. Nothing else matters too much anymore. Maybe something is on your mind, something you like. Something that you don't like, maybe you're suffering. You're so focused on that, you're stuck on a certain subject. But if you have God's grace, and if that knowledge of God is multiplied, then your problems are going to the background, right? Then the grace of God, the peace of God, being multiplied through the knowledge of God. The knowledge of God tunes the suffering out at least summer. Grace and peace. Grace and peace are not static, are not always the same. It is more or less. Sometimes God's people don't experience any peace. It is cold and turmoil and there is uh, and doubt. But then the knowledge of God and Christ is there and also stronger and increasing, then also the peace is multiplied. Let me show it also from other places in the Bible. Grace can be multiplied. John 1, 16. And of His fullness have all received and grace for grace, Receiving and grace for grace, one grace after the other. How how can it be? Through the knowledge of God. is 18. one Corinthians one five that in everything ye are enriched by him in our utterance and in our knowledge. So in our knowledge be enriched be enriched by him. And this is life eternal. That they might know thee, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent to know him, to know God and to know Christ, is life. Right? So grace and peace multiply through the knowledge of him. Knowing God is enriching. Grace and peace multiply by it. True knowledge of God. It, to know His justice and His patience and His willingness to forgive is so much to know, right? True knowledge of God increases the love for God. Of course. The more you know, the more you see, the more you appreciate, the more you love. And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more in knowledge and in all judgment so that may be abounding. That the love would not be just a little love. More love in the hearts of God's people. Knowledge restores the image of God. It's part of it, right? The more a child of God knows, the more he is reflecting who the Lord Jesus is. And I put on the new man which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. So the more, of, the more we know of God, no, not about him, but the more we know him personally, the more grace, the more peace there is in the hearts of God's people. The Apostle Peter desires and keeps praying for the fullness of the knowledge of His will. Colossians 1 verse 9 and desire that he might be filled with the knowledge of his will in our wisdom and spiritual understanding? Would you like to be filled with the knowledge of God and Christ? Do you, would you like that, to have the grace and pity multiply through the knowledge of God and Christ? See the fullness of it? And of course, that knowledge of God itself can increase, right? We already mentioned that. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto our pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Oh, may that knowledge of God and Christ increase so that grace and peace are multiplied. The life, the comfort, the love, what a full assurance. That their hearts might be comforted, be knit together in love, and unto our riches, of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ. Congregation, seek to know him, to not know about him only, but to know him personally and the Lord Jesus Christ, so that you may have that grace. And that peace be multiplied, grow in grace, and the knowledge of the Savior, Jesus Christ. Spurgeon writes about it. I quote Spurgeon now. He was 20 years old when he wrote this. there is in contemplating Christ a balm for everyone. Would you lose your soul? Would you drown your cares? Then go and plunge yourself into godhead's deepest sea be lost in his immensity you forth as from a couch of rest refreshed and invigorated i know nothing which can so comfort the soul so calm the swelling billows of soul and grief so speak Peace to the winds of trial as a devout musing upon the subject of the Godhead. So, knowing the Godhead, musing, contemplating, knowing, increasing personal intimacy with God, increases. Multiplies the grace and the peace. So that was the first one. May the Lord make you jealous, young people. That you also may have that, that that the grace and the peace of God be multiplied in you. Don't you like that? Would you not like that? To have that. Being plunged in the Godheads suddenly be overwhelmed with his mercy. And then all the sorrows and all the billows are surrendering and this peace. But let's go to the next verse. Let me read first. You see something similar and something in addition to that? According as his divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and victory. See? So I also read about the gifts Godliness and life through the knowledge There are more, more details here According as his divine power His divine power has given unto power I don't have power to bring this to my heart, I don't have power to apply this. Only the Holy Spirit can. Do that. I feel paralyzed. I have no hope that you can. Whoever you are, you cannot change yourself. We are powerless by nature, dead in sins, and so unwilling and so worldly. Blind, ignorant, dumb, dead, no hope. But there is an almighty power of God. Right? Don't you know that? Have you seen that in the life of others? In the life of yourself? There is a divine power. According to his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Maybe someone came to church this morning and the feeling cannot be for me. I can't get myself so far. I cannot mellow myself down. I cannot surrender. I cannot believe it. I, I don't know what to do. I believe. Really open it. No, not, not really. Even, even not that. But it is that divine power. A power of God unto salvation. And it is through the knowledge of God and the Lord Jesus. Because that knowing, that knowledge is a knowledge of the truth. And what is a knowledge of the truth? Do you know another word for knowing the truth? Believing. So believing is the same as knowing in in an experiential way. So that grace and peace is given by the faith in that power. So don't give up hope. Whoever you are, don't expect you can help yourself. But lay yourself before the throne of God and say, Lord, I have no power. I can't. I'm I fell so deep. Be merciful unto me. And say, Lord, thy divine power, children, tell the Lord that you have found it in the Bible. That divine power has given unto us. Did you say, "Lord has given that that grace and with power to God's people. Give those souls to me. Divine power. That is the irresistible power of the Holy Spirit. According as His divine power he has given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness." I think he means spiritual life. So all you need, you need to be called, you need to be drawn, you need to be brought to confessing, you need a broken heart, you need justification, you need sanctification, you need adoption, you need glorification, there's so many things we need. There's so many things God's Spirit receive. And they receive it by that power. Or when you ask them, what can you do? They say, it is so hopeless. I have tried so many things. I cannot give myself. And they don't stop there. But they also rely on him and say, but the Lord, as his divine power has given to us all things, all things, the Lord all those things. Not some, not one or two, but all of them. All the gifts of God. All the gifts pertaining to spiritual life and to Godliness. It all comes from the Lord. And it is given in the way of believing. In the way of through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and vision. Through that power of him, the power of him through believing in the truth, Not believing in the temporary sense or in the miraculous sense but in the saving sense of course by grace. Tell me, do you have some insight? In that? Is that also your hope? Is that your expectation? You say, Lord, it is in Him, because we need to know the we, we need to know Him, and the power of His resurrection. All things. Through piety. Being afraid of sin. Are you afraid of sin, young people? You're afraid of sin. Lord, I don't want to sin. I don't want to sin. Do you delight in reading the Bible, in seeking the Lord? Do you know something of him? Suppose someone answered me this morning and say, yes, I know something of God. Do you know something about him? Or do you know that you really appreciate? No, no, you say it's it's, it's personal, it's it's intimate. So what, what, what is that? what do you know of God? what do you know of Christ that goes so deep into your heart? I would say if you say yes that you have to, that you know something like that that you also are able to tell me what they right? say and what a blessing if someone can say I have discovered that willingness of the Lord to save the people from their sins. He came to seek and to save them the lost. Or you say, I found in the Bible that thou shalt call his name Jesus, he will save his people from their sins. And that this touched your heart and it brought you to him. Given unto us through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue, has called us with power. Has such an intense, irresistible power of His in, 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 in calling people. He calls people. Now you have a dog. You train the God. Uh, you. Call his name, he comes. You say, stay, stays. You say, down, goes down. But that is just time. you you, you, the animal. It is a reflex now. But then the Lord calls his people. They don't just behave. They don't just do what you ask. They just don't, do, they just don't automatically obey you. Obey the Lord. But there is that willingness. Through that power, there is a change in heart. And there is a real conscious willingness to obey. Because that calling is so sweet. It carries so personal, so overwhelming. Through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue. Glory and virtue. Glory. Glory means true blessedness, true doxa, true grace and peace and also virtue, called unto purity, called unto moral excellence, called to value, called to follow the Lord. Yeah, speaking on, knowing God, and how much of an impact it has on the personal life of god's people the more they know about him the more they realize the more they are confident that knowledge of him must increase brings to the third one congregation let us read verse four and see what is familiar now and see what we have not talked about yet 4 thereby So that refers to the previous two verses that refers to that knowledge right thereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises that by these ye may be partakers Of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So let us start with the end. Any idea, young people? Having escaped the corruption that is in the world, through lust. What is lust? Desire. Strong desires. Sometimes godly desires. Often worldly desires. The desire for money, honor, Prestige, sex, friendship, the world, pleasure, substance, alcohol. This whole world exists of desire, lusting. I want this, I want that, I want more. That is his life. It's all fall. We had enough in paradise. We, we were satisfied. And through the influence of Satan, we voluntarily, that the gains goes well, and we lost our satisfaction. There came such an emptiness. And because of that, that emptiness, young and older and everyone, Tries to fill up that hole, fill up that empty vessel. There is that constant lusting, lusting, lusting. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust, so that is corruption. Corruption is decay, misery um, perishing, so we live in a world of corruption, we have a corrupted heart, we are just in the grip of lust of all different kinds, and that is how, that's how we live by nature. We just go from one lust to the other, more, this, that, we never say, and the Lord is able to get people out of that rut. He is able to let people escape. Because we are in such a grip of Satan, world and lust. We cannot free ourselves. But he can and he does and he frees people from the lust from the all different kinds of desires and they say my soul thirst for God for the living God they begin to escape the lust pool And they begin to desire and be hungry for the Lord. Is it you? Is it so that you have enough of this world? Well, you also also fall back. You have also an old man like Simon Peter, right? First, First one, Simon Peter. He mention his own name, Simon Peter. Well, why does he not say Simon? Why not Peter? Well, he, has, he is a new man. He is an old man. He has that old nature. Simon, Simon has the new nature. But because of that new nature, there is not such an attachment to the... Desires of the world anymore. Escape. Have you escaped? Are you still in that decay? Are you still in that bondage of sin? Now, some people think they are free. They're free from sin. They are not bound. But sin is slavery. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. We talked out a few of them. Exceeding great mega, mega gifts and precious promises. As I have as as you have 34, as the Lord gives gifts in this life and after his life in heaven. So there are many of those exceeding great and precious promises. For example, to be made partakers of the divine nature. God's children are be made partakers of the divine nature. The Bible says. How can it be? How can God speak become divine? No, they can. They are not divine in any sense. well in one sense, not 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 in the sense that they have that they're God themselves. They are still human. They're not God. They will never be gone. But in a certain way, the nature of Christ, his divine nature is given to God's people. Namely, in the sense that they begin to show the image of Christ. The image of God. They begin to resemble him. You see, I see something divine there. Have you escaped from the lust of this world? There is something divine, the divine power, and it looks divine. It is absolutely precious. <clears throat> so, have you escaped from the power of the lust of this world? How old you know? Getting there, right? Close to the end of your life, and then, and then having not escaped is that you have not escaped the corruption that is in the world who lust, and then die that way. Die in your lusting. Die in your desires. Die in having not not not, not, not escaped. Awful. Now is the time of grace to, be, to escape. It's escaping time. This is the only time you can escape. And there's the power of God to cause. How you say, but how? How can I escape? Thereby are given unto us It is by the birth of God. By knowing him. So you read the Bible, you go to church, you sing the Psalters, try to find out who God is in your relationship. If he is your God, Seek him to become your God through the power of the Holy Spirit. We are going to end so few things. Could you examine your own heart today? Lay your heart next to this and say, Lord. Yes, grace and peace will sometimes multiply through the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. Was that real? Examine on earth, if you know this. According as His divine power has given us all things. That pertain to life and godliness through the Bible. Examine your own heart. If you know something, something of, having, of having escaped from the lusts of the world. And if you have not escaped, make haste. Bow your knees read the Bible, try to find the Lord Jesus Christ. I started reading, or actually listening, to Bunyan's Pilgrim's Progress again this week. Just on, on, on my mind, yeah, right? That man leaving the city of destruction, and they encouraged him to come back, and he said, I can't come back. Life, life, eternal life and he put his face in his ears and he fled from the city of destruction. And he had to, he had to, to leave. And he eventually came to the school of this the and to the hill of civility and legalism. And finally to the door. Do you know of going through the door? Of that believing in Him? And do you know something of it? Do you say, I have not, not, not saved you today? Well, grace to God. Give Him glory also realize that your grace and your peace can be multiplied maybe you're also suffering your suffering will come shortly we know if that suffering comes shortly what well, is your only comfort then? is the only comfort that the peace and Grace is multiplied through the knowledge of him. Be prepared. And the suffering comes. Go back to this text. To 2 Peter 1 verse 2. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you. And dear child, are you suffering right now? You don't have to feel so dark. You don't have to have so much pain. I understand it. You don't have to have so much pain. I I, I pray for you. That grace and peace be multiplied for you. Through the knowledge of Him. You see that immensity of God. Like Spirit said, plunging into it seeking your rescue in them. Nothing will truly set aside but God, but Christ. Consider the exceeding precious gifts given us all things that pertain to life and godliness but also the exceeding great and precious promises. By these ye ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world who lost. Amen.